Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in our conversation on hope. We hope you enjoy. You said a lot of good things, and I think that I think we need hope. I don't think I don't think you should be ashamed at all about having a optimistic disposition, because what's the alternative? I mean, you know, I, I definitely you know we've talked about how idealism isn't necessarily good to have to 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 expect things to always be better and and you know to always expect us to be able to do more quicker than what is reasonable, and then that leads to disappointment. But, but I don't think that I don't think that we should we should try to not be hopeful in an effort to be you know what what's the opposite of that just that we're crabby and hyper you know cynical um, mm-hmm. I think hope and optimism are good um, specifically I mean we were we were both saying hope's good but even optimism is good um, I think even me someone like me needs to hear that because I I can tend to be probably more cynical and melancholy. And if I focus on the bad all the time or what's not there, then that's not going to, that's not going to take me anywhere good. And as you and I were talking earlier and just, you know, uh, there's always going to be challenges in life and in leadership. There's always going to be challenges in ministry. And if I think, you know, it's, it's idealistic in in a negative way. To think that, oh, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm working for that day when there's no problems and there's no issues and everybody's okay and I get my to do list fully done. It's like that's not realistic. Um, no. And if I can only hope when that day comes, then I'm not gonna ever hope. Um, I've got to learn to exist and be optimistic and be hopeful in the midst of the mess. Hmm. Um. Because and I've and I'm I'm really fighting to try to be just more comfortable in the mess. Like we're in so you know you and I work together and we're in so many um, different processes and we're putting together. We're in the middle of a huge project and it's it's taken longer and it's been harder and we've got you know the information sometimes isn't clear and um, for me that can be really frustrating. And there's moments along the way where I've lost hope and I've been down on myself and I've been down on the process. And um, I think for me, one of the things I have to remind myself of is this is part of uh, doing new things. Uh, This is a part of leading. This is a part of, this is a part of life, you know, and Mm -hmm. I can either, I I can, I can hyper-focus on those challenges and problems, or I can, I can stay focused on um possible solutions and and a better future and so you know i'm not saying that i should just live in denial and and be delusional and just be like oh everything's great even when it's not but the opposite isn't just to be like a curmudgeon you know all the time Mm. um there can be a hopeful realism where it's like you know what yeah there's problems yeah things aren't the way i want them to be but um if we do the best with what we can control and we, and we try our hardest, like what else can we do? So let's just yeah. do that. And let's, let's hope for a better future. I also wonder how much uh, we realize that hope is connected to pain. Um, what I mean by that is hope, I hope and grace specifically are most beneficial and most needed when we are in pain. 
Yeah. So if every so if we're shooting for this time where you know everything's great, there's not really much to be hopeful for because everything's the way it should be. Mm. So to be hopeful is acknowledging that that something isn't just right, that it could improve. So, but that means to acknowledge that something in your life isn't the way you want it, and that you want to improve. You're acknowledging there's something wrong. There's something that you, there's some pain there. Um. And if we, again, like kind of we talked about earlier, if we hope in, in a way that's not realistic, because um, I, I really do, I, I have, I really think you should dream, dream big dreams, shoot for crazy, crazy ideas. Like that's, that's how we get a lot of awesome things accomplished Yeah, because there's sure. other people like, and it would just be really boring if we're like, oh, we're only going to try to do the minimum because, you know, it's going to be hard and I don't want to be, you know, disappointed. I was like, well, you know, part of man, part of life is being disappointed. So if we're going to go through life experiencing pain, which is what like a, almost a prerequisite for hope, I mean, I would much rather experience the pain of being too hopeful than not hopeful at all because there's going to be pain there. Yep. Um, and We've talked about pain a lot in this podcast because, mm-hmm. you know, which, which face value sounds like such a bummer. <laughs> but... Uh, but but man, if if you can, if you if we can deal with our pain in a healthy manner, we're going to be more mature and wise individuals. Yeah, because who's super healthy? Like if we just think about from our body standpoint, we become healthier by learning how to experience certain pain differently. Yeah. Like guys who work out an awful lot, they they in, intentionally inflict pain on themselves exactly. because the reward is greater. Right. And the same is true with hope. If we can experience those relational pain that relational pain and we build that literally we build that relational muscle up. It requires pain, man. It's painful for me not to eat a bunch of chips and cookies, but I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not doing good at that. There was really good cookies this week. I, (laughs) I ate a lot of cookies. Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. We'll be back with part three in our conversation tomorrow. We'll see you then.